Hello, hello, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. Happy New Year. It is 2023. This is wild. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Awaken Podcast week after week. I took some necessary time off in the month of December. Some of you guys may have noticed that, but there's a lot of transition in my family's life and in so many people around us. And we decided to reset, have a lot of time together, really sabbatical, slow down our pace and just spend time with the Lord deeply, spend time with one another and trying to get in a good state of mind, carrying his presence, hosting his presence, moving into 2023, hearing his voice, catching his heart. We have some amazing announcements actually next week, next Monday um, on the newest episode of Awaken Podcast. My wife and I are going to be sharing with you some exciting news, some good news, um, what's ahead of us, what a bit of that transition looks like coming into 2023, what the Lord's been doing, how he's been speaking to us. And so I'm excited to release that. Um, I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday season, a beautiful Christmas. Um, I know that the holiday is sometimes surrounded by difficulties. Um, I know, especially with family situations and scenarios, I know sometimes it is very joyful and a reminder of good things of what God has done for us in the year 2022. And I would highly encourage you guys to just slow down, just drink in the presence of God, just tune into his voice, push out distractions, push out the entertainment and the things that we uh, are constantly just there's just things tugging on us pulling on us regularly whether it be the shopping and the and media and everything else and just spend some time with the Lord carve out some time make sure you're intentional with your family slow down your pace so that you could hear the voice of God so you could walk in his presence so you could be present and you could have that time with your wife and your children and your family and your friends and your church body and you could really just invest in relationships going into this year for me, I don't know, now is a time of New Year's resolutions and everybody is saying, I want to do this and I want to do that. And that's amazing. And I love it. For me, I do have some goals in 2023. There's health goals that I have. I think that there's been areas of my life where I have focused heavily on the spiritual aspect of my life, spending time with the Lord, reading the word, living it out, practicing the word of God. And I've also focused on my soul, making sure my soul is healthy, making sure I'm free from offense, making sure I could receive correction. I could give correction without the fear of man, making sure I could walk deeply in my relationships well with the right thought processes, living in faith, walking free free from fear. Like these are focuses in my life. And I've done, I've been diligent in those areas. Not to say that I can't put more work into those areas. We're always working out our salvation with fear and trembling, but the area of physical health is not something that I have worked on a ton. I could eat better. I have worked on it some, but I could really work on it more and also just being active. And so for me, that's something I decided in December that I would begin to do and have and will continue. It's a lifestyle, really. It's not meant to be just a New Year's resolution. We as people should be taking care of our temple, our physical body. And so for me, spirit, soul, and body really should be healthy. And I want to continually be working on all of those areas. And not only that, for me, I love reading. And I read a lot of books in 2022. And not just for the sake of reading books, just so I could say I read a ton of books, 
but God ordained books that he puts into my hands so I could really delve into the scriptures and I could really just excavate topics that I feel like the Lord is highlighting to me uh, for my personal life, for those around me. And so I'm always in the word of God daily in his word. Books are never a substitute for the written word of God. And a lot of what I read, everything that I read is filled with scriptures anyway. But I read a bunch in 2022, but like, God, what books do you have for me? And so I think I read, I don't even know, maybe over a dozen books um, in 2022. And I was very intentional about which books to read. A lot of them had to do with being a priest unto the Lord. A lot of them had to do with the New Testament church and God's passion for the body of Christ. A lot of it had to do with the practice of the presence of God. You know, I read a book by John Mark Comer about eliminating hurry and that rushed American lifestyle, which was such a blessing. I didn't quote the title of the book right, but I started 2022 reading that book. I highly recommend it. I think it's called The Ruthless Illumin- uh, Elimination of Hurry, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And so I read that book. That was huge. That really set me at a good place. And so I want to read 24 books in 2023, along with my Bible reading every single day, devouring the word, getting into the scriptures, really feeding myself the word of God. But on top of that, also reading other, I got a list of books. I feel like the Lord wants me to read and they're just sitting there. And so anyways, that's some of my thought processes. Those are some of the things that I'll be pursuing. But I want to share with you guys today out of Song of Songs chapter two and The Lord has been highlighting this scripture to me for the past two to three months, and I'm not the kind of person, or I haven't, I know that I am prophetic, I've operated in prophetic gifting, I wouldn't call myself a prophet, I know people that have that office who really operate as prophets, the Lord does speak to me prophetically, and it's one of the gifts that are activated in my life, but at the same time, I've never really been a person to say, this is the word for 2020, 2021, 2022, next year's a year of fruitfulness, next year's a year of this or that or whatever, and I'm not speaking against that. I feel like at times that is very, very good, especially when there is prophetic accuracy to it, and especially when you could look back and say, wow, that's really something the Lord highlighted in the body of Christ in this hour, and I don't feel like we should have pressure to release what is the word of God over the next year or whatever the situation is. If God gives it to you, fantastic. And so I've never really pressured myself to get into that space. But a scripture that keeps coming back and something that I've been analyzing and seeing in the body of Christ is really manifested to me in Song of Songs chapter two. And I've been able to share this scripture with several people in my life. And as I've shared it with them, it's resonated. And they said, wow, that's for me. That's for now. That's for this time. And I'm seeing a lot of transition in the body. I'm sure you've heard this from the prophets. There's a lot of transition in the body of Christ. And there's some big choices being made, some faith risks to go into what God has called us into. And and so there's beautiful things taking place. God is calling us out of the shallow waters into the deep. God is calling us out of maybe hard seasons, difficult seasons where we sacrificed and surrendered a lot and into a measure of the promise, stepping into the promised land of what God has called and birth on the inside of us. And so I want to read Song of Songs chapter two. I'm not going to read the entire thing. But I am going to start from verse 8 
and I'm going to go to verse 15, okay? So that's a a chunk of Song of Songs 2. I'm going to read it, and then I'm just going to pull out some points, okay? I really believe that the Lord is doing this right now in the body of Christ. Many people are being postured for great breakthrough. Many people are going to um, step into a greater place of faith in 2023, grab hold of the prophetic promises, and say yes to Jesus regardless of of what the cost is. And I believe that he's wooing people out of a hard season, out of a dark season, out of a wilderness season, out of a painful season, a winter time into spring where there's a new life growing, there's healing, there's prosperity, there is faith being instilled in us. We're going to see the miraculous. We're going to see lives transform. We're going to see the gospel touch people's lives. We're going to be healed from unforgiveness and offenses. We're going to give those things up. We're going to throw off the old and we're going to sink into the new. We're going to throw off the flesh and we're going to sink into the spirit and walk a new covenant lifestyle. Okay. And so I believe this is a clarion call from the Lord in 2023, just beckoning people with Song of Songs chapter two. And Song of Songs for me is a beautiful book. It changed my life. And when I was back in Bible school, the Lord marked me with revelation from this book. It came alive and I was just undone by the affections of Jesus, by his his love for me, his passion for me, his hunger for me, his pursuit of me, that he dances over me, that he delights in me and that I am his bride and he is the bridegroom, the church is his wife and he is the bridegroom and he's relentlessly pursuing us individually as well as as a body okay as the church of Jesus Christ and so I'm going to get into this and so have an open heart to receive I'm actually going to start with prayer instead of ending with prayer I feel that right now. And so I'm going to start with prayer and then I'm just going to highlight certain verses and just share what I feel like the Lord is wanting me to share. And so Lord, I just thank you. We welcome your presence, Holy Spirit. I thank you for every single person listening to this right now, that they would have an open heart. They would have ears to hear. They would have eyes to see, and they would have a heart to perceive and discern what you are saying in this time and this hour. May the spirit of wisdom and revelation illuminate our hearts so that we would know the vastness of your inheritance in the saints, the great power that is available to us who believe how you feel about us, what you see in us and that we would hear your call and that we would answer your call in 2023 and we would not settle and we would not hide in pain. We would not hide in our darkness, but we would be children of light. We are children of light. Therefore, walk in the light is what your word says. And so God, I'm thankful for that. And we just give this time to you. Holy Spirit, move as you may, as you will have your way in Jesus name. All right, so I am going to read Song of Solomon chapter two. I'm going to start in verse eight and I'm just going to read. It says, listen, my beloved, behold, he is coming, climbing on the mountains, leaping on the hills. My beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. Behold, he is standing behind our wall. He is looking through the windows and he is he's peering through the lattice. So verse eight, the beloved is Jesus Christ. And it says that he is coming and he is climbing on the mountains and he is leaping on the hills. And he is our beloved. This reveals to us his pursuit of our hearts, that he is leaping over mountains and leaping over hills and he is coming for us. He pursued us relentlessly as he put on human skin and as he walked out 
life on earth, fully God, fully man. He resisted the enemy, submitted himself to God, and he overcame in every way. He yielded to a life of suffering and he died on a sinner's cross even though he was perfect and blameless he took the likeness of sinful flesh he died on a sinner's cross and he rose from the grave triumphantly over death over the powers of darkness this is our jesus who pursued us until the end who said that he loves us until the end and that wasn't the only time he pursued us he didn't say i pursued you once believe in me now come after me with all of your hearts His pursuit of us empowers our pursuit of him. We could not pursue the Lord, seek the Lord, hunger after him without the Holy Spirit daily wooing us, daily pursuing us. And right here in verse eight, going into verse nine, it says that your beloved, the lover of your soul, the shepherd of your soul, your husband, he is coming after you. He is leaping on the mountains. He is leaping on the hills, climbing up the mountains, and he is going to get to you at all costs. And I feel like there's people in this season have felt like dry. They felt far from God, even though that is a lie. That is not truth. He is closer than the air that we breathe, but we felt distant. We felt maybe cold in our love for God. We've allowed our outside circumstances to harm us, to discourage us, to disillusion us, to cause us to be unfeeling and maybe hardened in our heart. And so maybe you haven't felt the pursuit of the Lord. He's been pursuing you all along. And I feel like in this time, he is breaking through. You will hear the voice of your beloved. You will see him pursuing you. You will see him running after you. And you can't pursue the Lord in your own power, strength, and ability. You can try, but you're going to wind up burnt out and tired, and it's just going to become religion. But just stare upon the face of Jesus. Spend time meditating on him and his pursuit of you. Remind yourself of his radical, outrageous love for you that can never be quenched, that can never be put out. And so the Lord is pursuing your heart in this season. He's climbing up the mountains. He's leaping on the hills. And if you go to verse nine, it says, my beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. There he is. He's coming. He's running. He's got youthfulness. He's not tired. He's not burdened. He's not, you know, he is coming with all his fervor, with all of his zeal, with all of his might, with all of his passion, and nothing is going to stop him. Nothing is going to hold him back from capturing your heart again. Some of you need to be captured again. You need to come back to that place of first love. First love is not a season. It is a lifestyle. He will capture you again. You will see him as more lovely than everything else this world has to offer, than money, than people, than success. You will see him as the most lovely, fairer than 10,000. He is your beloved. And so he's capturing your heart. And if that's for you, just receive it today. Just take that in today into your heart. But it says he's standing behind our wall and he's looking through the windows and he's peering through the lattice. That just says to you, he's in the outside knocking. And we've put up walls. We've put up walls of protection. We've built up walls through choices that we've made. Maybe we've allowed substance abuse in. Maybe we've allowed, you know, compromises into our lives. Maybe through offense and unforgiveness because people have hurt us or harmed us. We have harm from believers or harm from people in our family. People have offended us. We're in a place of unforgiveness. We've put up this wall between us And the Lord and that wall will not stand in the way. Maybe you just feel like 
Man, this past season has been extremely hard. I don't know where the Lord is. I don't know what he's doing. I do feel a hunger. I do feel like he's wooing me. I have no clue where he is leading me. I don't know why this happened. I don't know why that happened. I don't know why I haven't been sensitive to him or hearing his voice or my hunger has dwindled for God. I don't know what is going on. There may be a wall there. And let me tell you this. There is no wall from God's side. There's nothing you could have did this year regardless of how small the sin or how large the sin in your mind, there's nothing that you did this year at any point in your life that God put up a wall between you and him. Jesus Christ tore down every wall and every barrier that separated us from God. And he brought us into heaven's throne room. And we are seated with Christ in heavenly places at the right hand of the father. There is no barrier. We have unhindered access to God. The only walls that exist are walls that we erect walls of unbelief, walls of bitterness, walls of unforgiveness, walls of doubt and unbelief, walls of disillusionment and discouragement and sin. When we allow sin in and hardens our heart towards God, it does not harden God's heart towards us. And so Jesus, he is, he came, he climbed the mountains. He's leaping on the hills and he sees our wall and he's right behind it. And just like it says in the book of revelation, that he knocks on the door of our heart, hoping and pleading and wooing us that we may open up our heart so that he could come in, so that he could dine with us, that he could sup with us is what the scriptures say. And so he is stronger than your wall. He is greater than your wall. And just one touch from him, one moment in his love, just one encounter, whether it be dramatic and supernatural or whether it be just his peace and just yielding to his love and his pursuit of your heart, saying yes to him and renouncing the doubt, renouncing the unbelief, repenting of maybe the unforgiveness we have or whatever the situation is, you know, our, our lack of zeal for him and just saying, God, I repent, take it. I want you again. I want to burn for you again. I'm sorry. I repent Lord. And that repentance will plunge out those things that were never meant to be there. And that wall will come crumbling down because repentance is powerful. It's turning our heart away from the inferior things of life and turning our heart to Jesus who is superior to the high place of Christ and his truth and his word. And so he's peering through the windows. Is my, is my beloved going to come? Is my beloved going to come with me? Is, is she going to leap on the hills with me? And I believe there is an invitation this year to run with the Lord in greater measures and in greater ways than you ever have before. And there's prophetic promises and there's prophetic words that have been over your life that the Lord is saying, come taste and see that I am good. Step into it with me. Now is the time your waiting is over. And now is the time to say yes and to step into what I've called you to in this degree and measure in a new way. So verse chapter 10, my beloved responded to me and said, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, and come along. For behold, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers have already appeared in the land, the time has arrived for the pruning of the vines, the voice of the turtle dove has been heard in our land, the fig trees have ripened its figs, and the vines in blossom have given forth their fragrance. Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, and come along. Just listen to that. He calls you his darling, he calls you his beloved, and he calls you his beautiful one. You may not feel like any of those things. You might not feel like the Lord's darling. You may not feel like you're beautiful in his eyes because you see your sin, you see your shortcomings, you see your nose, you see your disobedience. 
but he is saying, I see something deep on the inside of you that you do not see. And it is an ache for Jesus. It is a desire for him deep down in your born again nature, in your heart, because you are his, because he has marked you, because your life is no longer your own. You gave your life to him. You have a heart that loves righteousness and hates wickedness. And maybe over time, you've been a little desensitized. Maybe there has been a little bit of a callous on your heart from some choices that you've made. But if you were to really search deeply the desire of your heart and that place, if you were to do that, you would see that you do desire him and long for him, even though your lifestyle isn't necessarily revealing that and showing that right now. He calls you beautiful, even though you feel the furthest from beautiful and you feel unworthy, he says, you are my darling and you are my beautiful one. And not only that, he's saying, behold, the winter's past. Come along. The rain is over and gone. The springtime is here. And I want to declare this over some of you guys. The winter is gone. I know you're, you're hearing this. We're in January. Hey, it is winter out right now. I came into the studio and it was very, very cold outside. And so in the natural, it is the winter time. But in the spirit, he is saying, yes, you had a hard past season. Yes, you've experienced trauma and deep pain. Yes, you've had broken relationships. Yes, you haven't felt accepted or like you've had a voice. Yes, people have hurt you. Yes, I did ask you to stay in that position, in that job, in that ministry, because I wanted to teach you something deeply. I wanted to refine you. I wanted to test your heart so that you can get rewarded and you could step into the next place I have for you because you need what was in that last season of maybe seen mundane. Maybe you seemed, you felt insignificant, but you needed something in that season to go into the season of power and the season of authority and the season of really chasing the dreams that God has put in your heart. You needed what was in that mundane season. You needed those people coming against you, saying those things about you so that you could have, you could fortify your your spirit and you could learn to live above the fear of man like this is us being prepared and that season I believe this is for many of us and this might not be for every single person here maybe the Lord still has you at your job and you're and doing what you're doing with your I'm not saying I'm not telling people to up and leave you need to hear from the Lord not just hear from Michael Lombardo but I know this is for many people where there is an old season that is past and the Lord is beckoning you saying, you are my darling. You are my beautiful one. Run with me. Don't just run after me and I'm going to be way up front and you're just going to be clawing for me and hopefully getting me. It's like, no, there is an invitation to intimacy where we are running together hand in hand. Our hearts are united. There's face to face union with God. And not only that, those dreams that I've implanted in you, it's not for 17 years from now. It's for right now. And yes, it will continually unfold. And yes, you won't experience the full manifestation of it right now. But come with me, my darling. Because the turtle doves are making their sounds and the, and the blossoms and the flowers and the vines are giving forth their fragrance and, and there is, and it's time for the pruning of the vines. Man, we don't love pruning, but there is pruning that will come with saying yes to the assignment that God has for us so that we can be a true light in a position of power and authority because the enemy is always going to come after us. But the Lord needs to fortify us. He's after our character. He's after fruit on the inside of us, not just the power of the Holy Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit flowing from our lives. And that's a partnership and that's daily intimacy with God. And so the winter season is past. Let go of the old. Let go of the past. Let go of those things that ailed you and harmed you and hurt you. Forgive those people. 
because it'll keep you in the past. It'll keep you in a cycle of pain and trauma if you can't let go and you can't forgive and you can't release and you can't move from this place to another place that God has for you. And this is interesting. I'm going to say this before I move on. There is a crossroads for many of you. You've been, uh, there's been people that have been going down one path. It's easy. It's comfortable. You know, there, there's provision attached to it. Um, but there's been a stirring in your spirit for more. And you know that God has more for you. And you've, for a period of time, whether months or years, have said yes to this thing. And it's been comfortable and it's been good. And God's been in it. And he asked you to yield to it. And you have. And, and all of that's great. There's security and there's some comfort, some predictability to it. But you've postured yourself right and well. And, and there's a time for advancement now. And there's a stirring in your spirit and, and a deep inner knowing that there is more that God has for you. And there's a shift. And, and I just see like this crossroads. It's like you've been going down this one road for a while. And now there's a road splitting off that you didn't see. You've come upon a new road and you can't see all the way to the end. You don't know exactly what the outcome is, but you feel this, this nudge in your spirit to, to go down this unpredictable road and to allow the word of God to be the lamp unto your feet and the light into your path. And, and there is a shift and there is with that shift and with this road, it will require faith. Maybe it will be uncomfortable. You'll need to trust God for provision. Trust God with your wife or your husband and your kids. Trust God with your family. Maybe the Lord's asking you to move. Maybe the Lord's asking you to pioneer something. Maybe the Lord is asking you to go to the mission field. Maybe the Lord's asking you to start a business. And all of these things require risk, require faith, require uncomfortability, require risk, require obedience and walking with the Lord, hearing his voice, you know, dependence on him in every way. And I believe there is a decision that needs to be made in your life. And you have been going down a path and you see another path. And the Lord is saying, press into that fast, pray, spend time with me and really seek me on this matter because you never know what's on the other side of your obedience. When you obey the Lord and you don't walk by sight, but you walk by faith and you obey the Lord's voice, his nudgings, his leadings by the Holy Spirit, there is always reward. There is always glory and goodness and freedom and breakthrough and others will be blessed, not just you. You're calling isn't just for you to be used by God. It's for others. And there's others that'll be on that road that will desperately need who you carry and what you carry. I really feel that from the Lord. So really press into that. If you feel some wind on that, if you feel like your spirit is being moved as I share that, really press into that. Spend some time in dedicated prayer and fasting and ask the Lord. He will make things clear to you. And now I'm going to go to verse 14. It says, oh, my dove. Now the Lord is calling you a dove. Doves are white. That speaks of purity. That speaks of righteousness. That speaks of how he sees you. And he says, oh, my dove in the cleft of the rock. What is a, what is the cleft of a rock? It is a split open rock. Who is the rock? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was split open for us. It is our wounded savior, our wounded king. Oh, my dove in the cleft of the rock, the one that is in the wounded savior, the one who still has scars on his hands and scars on his side and on his feet, our beautiful wounded king that is risen victorious. You are his dove in the split open rock in the secret place 
of the steep pathway, those who abide in the secret place, in the steep pathway, that is a pathway of humility, a journey of faith. Those who are walking with the Lord in humility that are going lower, that are lifting up Christ above themselves and their agendas and their desires. And those who are lifting up others, even before themselves, that pathway of humility, but also it's steep pathway. There's there's some maybe some fear trying to grab you, some intimidation because you have no clue if you're going to make it out alive. But it's this journey of humility and this journey of faith where we trust in the Lord. And the beautiful thing is this journey is taking place in our wounded Savior, in Christ Jesus. And if we are in him, we are safe. If we are walking in his will, then we are safe. And then the bridegroom says this. Let me see your form. Let me hear your voice for your voice is sweet and your form is lovely. Wow. Just let that sink in. Memorize that. The Lord is saying, come to me, spend time with me, come to the secret place because I want to see your form. I want to hear your voice. Your voice is so sweet to my ears and your form, just seeing you clothed in righteousness, clothed in my son, perfect you in my son. That is lovely to me. Spend time with me. I long for time with you more than you long for time with me. Come to the secret place. Hide yourself in in me, the wounded Savior. Let me see your form and let me hear your voice. Like if you came into your prayer time with that confidence that he wants to see you and he wants to hear you because he views you as beautiful and his dove, that will empower you. That will cause you to long for that time, hunger for that time with him. And I'm going to use one more verse here and it's catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that are ruining the vineyards while our vineyards are in blossom. And this has been something that I've seen in so many people's lives fleshed out as well as my own. While your vineyard is in blossom, while you're, while you are abiding in the Lord Jesus, while you're prioritizing him, while you are taking ground for the kingdom of God, you're destroying the works of the enemy. You're using your giftings. You're walking in your anointing. You're spending time with your family. You're being intentional with your relationships and you're learning to love like Jesus, talk like Jesus, you know, reconcile like Jesus. And you're learning to walk and manifest the fruits of the spirit as well as the power of the spirit. Guess what? Your vineyard is in blossom. Your vineyard is being taken care of. That is your soul. That is your spirit. You are caring and tending for your vineyard and it is growing and thriving. But the enemy, if he can't sideline you completely, if he can't get you into deep sin, he is going to send little foxes into your vineyard, little distractions, little lies, little perversions, little compromises, And if we are conscious of that and we are tending the garden of our heart and our soul and we are in that secret place, that steep pathway of the secret place and we are abiding in that space, we will recognize the little deceptions. We'll recognize the voice of the enemy. We will recognize when someone is coming against us, but it's not that person. It's not flesh and blood. It's the demonic coming through that person. We will recognize it. And we will say no to that thing and we will release forgiveness and love and we'll walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. But there are little things that aren't even sinful things. Things like too much TV, too much Netflix, too much phone, you know, too much time doing other things when the Lord is wooing us to grow our spiritual muscles, to have strong spirits. 
to have a bright heart that is receptive to him. Because if we're listening to everyone else's voice, news and media and politicians and our phones and, and, and TV and all the agendas that are out there and we're, you know, sometimes, hey, I'm not saying I, I watch movies. I, I have my phone. I use my phone. Okay. But I'm constantly guarding myself of distractions because whatever I invest in, I will get fruit from, I will get a harvest from, and whatever I feed on, that's what I'll hunger for. So if I feed on YouTube and I feed on Instagram and social media, then that's what I'll hunger for. My, my hand will go quickly to that, to grab it and to look at it. But if I feast on the word of God and I feast on his presence and I spend time in a community of believers and I'm in people's lives, we're getting coffee, we're edifying one another, then these are the things that I will hunger for and crave. And I'll be able to keep the garden of my soul well. And I'll be able to discern the distractions, the little foxes that are coming into my garden in times of growth and increase and fruitfulness. And I'll be able to reject those things. And I'll be able to live a balanced life and be able to live a supernatural life in a very natural way. And I'll be able to practice his presence and hear his voice as I'm going to the grocery store, as I'm spending time with my children, as I'm making breakfast, as I'm working and doing the things that I need to do. And so I want to encourage you. I'm going to end right here. If that's you, do not say, oh, wow, that's so true. And then move on with your life. It's very easy to do that with all the different voices, ministers and everything else, everybody else that's out there and the voices and all that. But listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. What is he saying on the inside of you? Is he tugging on your heart? Is he wooing you? Is he pursuing you? And is he telling you that this is a this is a word for me? I need to embrace this. I need to step into fullness. I need to stop compromising areas of my life. I need to stop feasting at the table of the demonic and feasting in darkness and giving myself over to sin. That might be you right now. That very well might be. Or it might just be like, I need to stop feeding on other things, distractions, things that aren't sinful, but it's taking so much of my attention and affection and I'm not able to step into the fullness and the fruitfulness that Jesus Christ died and paid for me to have. Or maybe it's, I just don't want shallow Christianity. I just don't want church on Sunday and living my life as normal and usual throughout the week. I want the fullness that Jesus died for me to have. I just don't want to be a nominal Christian and go through the motions. I want to be a Bible-believing, committed disciple of Jesus Christ that communes with the Lord and does great exploits, knows the Lord deeply and does great exploits. And so I'm telling you, there is a call. The Lord, there is a harvest of souls and there's work to be done. And the Lord is wooing a remnant of believers and he is purifying his body and everything that can be shaken will be shaken and that which cannot be shaken will remain. And he is calling us sleepy saints. He's causing them to awaken. He's he's calling yielded warriors to arise, lovers of him to lay down their lives because eternal reward is greater than earthly reward. And we will be rewarded in this time, but also in eternity for laying down our lives for his kingdom. And so I bless you with that. Welcome to 2023. Make this the best year yet. Cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Spend time in the secret place. Go deeper. Go lower in God. Lower is higher. Okay. Humility brings exaltation. There's no other pathway to greatness besides humbling ourselves and making Jesus famous and making him the most important aspect of our lives, our relationship with God. And so I bless you. 
And uh, it's going to be an amazing year. I've got incredible guests on the podcast. My wife's going to be coming on a lot with me next week. We have a huge announcement. So tune in. Massive announcement. Some transition in our ministry, transition in our lives. And it's beautiful. And I'm so grateful for it. And so tune in to next week. Big announcements, big things. Bless you. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing, rating, review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed, encouraged, strengthened by the gospel of Jesus. I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, ex- have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.com. Org, lifeportoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com, as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com. And so, bless you guys. Grab a copy of Immersed in His Glory. Thank you.